Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is entitled At Your Door. It was written by Ellen Eisenwill, Mark Morrison, Barbara Manoui, and Chris Adams, Scott D. Anielowski, and Herbert Hyde. Uh, I'm your Game Master, and this is Episode 17. Our recap will be done by David Gasway as his character, Dr. Desmond Flores. So... Without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. David? Thank you. Uh, We've been captive in Big Jenny's cave now for some weeks. I'm not sure how many. She's been increasingly generous with us, but the strain is still showing. Chuck is more or less catatonic and Ethan's become unreliable. Uh, when Jenny takes her monstrous dog Willie out or while she's asleep, we've done some exploring in the caves. We've found a chamber that has writing in a language we can't recognize that squirms on the wall impossibly. And another chamber in which Jenny is keeping a mutant man corpse that is somewhat alive due to presumably the salty white powder she's experimenting with. Farther down into the cave, looking for an escape route, we found a seemingly infinite pit. Somewhere down there, I guess, is Jenny's ghoul friend, Eddie, and his civilization. And her other strange associate, which she called Dr. Quiz, a taxonomically impossible intelligent insect creature that is experimenting with her blood and now ours. It promises a translation device in return for our blood samples. We'll see if we're still alive in 17 days or so, should it return. Jenny has left her own humanity well behind. She has two more arms now, and they're human-sized, which she thinks will help her in her work and possibly in her affair with Dr. Carlyle, except the hands have eyes and the palms. And that's where we are in this cave. Excellent. So, um, I didn't even mention Duvermis Mysteries, which we're translating. Yes. It's a very difficult, ponderous tome at this point. We also learned that Jenny has a very balanced diet of crickets and more crickets. I thought Ethan hallucinated that. Hmm. I wish. That's why she never eats with us, right? Because the locusts are feeding themselves to her while she's her eyes glow green. Yeah. Kind of red, I think. Green sounds good, though. <laughs> um, yeah, so you know that her, her uh, the, 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 the way her eyes are now being structured is she's probably able to see in the dark pretty well. Right. Um, Things sort of calm down and seem to be going rather normally for a few hours. And all of a sudden, uh, Ginny says, all right, all right, I get it. You guys are restless. You don't have anything better to do, but where is the crystal that uh, Dr. Quiz brought earlier? Um. I don't know. There is no one in here who could have taken it except one of you. 
no, Jenny, I had it. I was trying to see if I could use it as a magnifier. My eyes aren't what they used to be. I've got it right here. When she puts out her big, gigantic hand. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you, you for, for telling me. the truth. Oh, of course. We're all in this together. These are vital to my current experiments. Are they, uh, you said your friend Dr. Quiz was from Yugoth? Yes. Do they come I, from there? I, yeah, I, I don't know where they get them from. Hmm. So they must be extremely rare. Um, it's my understanding that the reason why they're on Earth in the first place is because of certain rare minerals that we have that they need access to. Hence, they're deep down in the ground mining. Hmm. Interesting. Did you, did you know about them before you came to this cave? or No. When one comes into contact with the mother, many things are revealed. Hmm. Do, does Dr. Quiz's civilization do anything with the mother? They're aware of her. They're aware of her, but they don't worship? How is that possible? I'm not sure that they worship anything. Do they know where she or it dwells? Because it seems to make her appear here, right? Like at Don Biozyme, she appeared out of thin air and then disappeared again. I would assume that she goes somewhere. That's a difficult question to answer. She is always here. And yet, just, just beyond our capability of seeing her. She's present in the darkness. She's present within the very flesh of our bodies. And she holds up her four little hands, or two little hands in her two big hands. Now, Jenny, is that a gift from from the? Is that a gift from the mother, or is that something you changed on yourself? This this is all a gift from the mother. She's changing me. I'm becoming something. Now, like the endurance chant, is there any other kind of things that maybe we could learn? You have. Ludwig Prenz book. Study that. I don't read Latin. What? Well. No, I don't. There are certain things that might bring you in closer, but you have to be willing and able to change. What's the able part? It doesn't work for everyone. It's unpredictable. What I am is not what you would be if you followed the same path as I did. What happens to people who aren't able to change? Like any living thing that can't adapt, it dies. Is I, I do hate the pride, but is that what happened to Noel? 
Listen. Everything is going to be okay. Don't worry about Noel. And she becomes very upset and sort of walks away and, and heads towards her room. I'm going to go follow her. All right. Ethan's going to go with her. All right. She lets you, you, you follow her in that direction. So what are the the other four of you want to do? And in a minute, Ethan will have a private conversation. Uh, Dr. Liege, can you identify what that crystal is possibly made out of? Can we like shave a part of it off? Well, from what I saw, no idea. It's a bright, almost neon yellow crystal. It's semi-transparent. Um, seems very hard. Did I ever, did I ever handle it? No. Okay. But it is just sitting there on the counter. There's, there's a couple of them. Okay. I'll go up and tap it. Scratch it with my fingernail. Uh, yeah, you can't scratch it with your fingernail. I don't know. It could be, um, could be some sort of quartz with an impurity. I don't, you don't know. Have, you don't have anything you could do a Mohs test, so. Yeah. How's our uh, new non-caged bedroom coming along? Um, well, Has time passed, so we've gotten our IKEA supplies? Not, not really, but uh, um, she's given you like a broom and things like that so that you can sweep out the dirt from the area and um, She's going to more or less let you guys do what you want. She can order furniture, but she hasn't done any of that yet. It's literally yeah, hours. So, uh, Dr. Doctor Flores, do you want to try to get a Charlie to come with us to help us maybe clean that room out? Maybe give him something to put yeah. his motor skills to use? He might be, he might be able to figure out a broom. Uh, yes. Is that illuminated now, at least? Yes. Okay. Yes. You've strung up some. Yeah. You've strung up some uh, um, lights in there. You've also noticed uh, it's too high up for you to reach. And I mentioned that the detonator was over by her uh, her area. There are two wires going out of the detonator and up into the ceiling and across to that big room. Right. So you know there's something up there. Right. It's worth exploring. Okay. Uh, I also want to give uh, Jenny and Dr. Carlisle as much distance as I can. Okay. So that room yes. seems like a good place to putter. But also, what's the cage? I can't get off of what you said about the change and now thinking Noel. Do you think she put Noel in there as she was undergoing some kind of mutation? Uh, Very violent, maybe. Yeah, I, I think something happened to Noel. I don't think it was on purpose. But right, right. So, she, so she might have drank some of the. Yeah, I also think we shouldn't bring it up. She gets agitated every time. Yeah, you know, 
but uh yeah i was hoping to prod her into some humanity earlier by mentioning her but it seems like it's just uh yeah yeah it's it's like a sore subject there all right um i'm gonna keep uh has she seen me looking through her journals we did it while she was asleep before okay yeah Um, probably not she doesn't know but obviously they're just lying there yeah i'm going to uh keep keep going through because you know i I think that that the key to figuring out that what i believe is a teleporter is there is in there so i'm going to keep reading it okay all right so if you would all remove your headphones and i'll give you a thumbs up when you can come back i'll play with uh, dr ethan dr carlisle all right dr carlisle she takes you 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 go in the other room with her and she's sitting there You can't. <laughs> um, you take her in the other room. And, or she, you're in the other room with her. And she's sobbing a little bit. And I assume you try to comfort her. Yeah. She's like. Mute. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Uh, she, uh, she starts sobbing and she's saying, she's saying, you, you, you don't understand. Noel, Noel came up here to surprise me, but she's the one who got surprised. She didn't expect me to look like this. She didn't expect this. And she got frightened and she tried to run. And I, I, I was very upset. I didn't want her to, to just leave. She's my best friend. And uh, I, 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 I used the gate to come out at the, at the garage as she was pulling out with her car. And as she blindly raced down the road, uh, she almost hit me. And when she did, she went off the road and crashed the car. And it hit a tree on the way down, and I immediately jumped down there to try and save her. I tore the roof off the car, but... And she starts crying. She she broke her back. She broke her neck. And I, I picked her up. She was still okay, and she was still alive. And I brought her back here, and I told her, I'll fix you. I'll fix you. I'll put you back together again. And that's what I'm working on. If I can just bring her back, then it'll all be okay. Right. Now I'm going to go over and, like, rub like whatever i don't know if she's sitting down or like put right. my hand on her well, that's the information that she gives you so i'll tell you okay all right so uh you guys are still alone uh you can vaguely off of the distance hear uh a mumbling sound that sounds like uh dr ethan is talking to her and she's talking back but you can't understand what they're saying right over here sweeping the floor Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, should we go back to our translation, Dr. Mills? 
Um, yeah, I assume I'm it not just having, the headaches. Yeah, I'm assuming I'm not having any luck in these uh, journals. Uh, Dr. Heather, Dr. David, oh, Dr. David, <laughs> Dr. Desmond, um, do a luck roll for me. No. Just made it. 50 for 52. Desmond, you find part of the book that's definitely structured differently as if it were maybe some kind of a spell. It just, hmm. the way that it's written out looks different. Um, you don't know what it means or what it does or what it says yet, but um, if you wanted to concentrate on that, mm -hmm. then we could, we'll, we'll give you some rolls in a little while. To okay. And that's also in Latin? Yes. Correct. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I, having noted, I'm gonna copy it out because that way I'll be able to go over it more rapidly and specifically. Okay. Nothing right. bad can happen. So, um, Ethan is gone for a good hour and a half. Um. And when he comes back, Jenny's not with him. Jenny's apparently maybe fallen asleep or taking a nap or something. But as, as Dr. Carlisle comes back, um, he looks a little white and kind of wide eyes, and he's not moving very quickly. Uh, he's obviously seen or something's disturbed him. Dr. Carlisle, need to sit down for a second? Yeah. Mm. Here, there's yeah. this nice, clean part of the cave floor that I've spent this time sweeping. I just kind of sit down and I'm like rubbing my head. Just. What, what happened? Um, and Tom, this is what we referenced earlier today? Or? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Just make it sure. Um, but that it's up to you what you want to do. Yeah. I, how how should I put this? Um, like ten out of ten in one way, and like zero out of ten in another. Um, it, it was amazing on different levels that I can't comprehend. But at the same time, it, ugh, no, there's just something inherently wrong with what I just did. But. I am thinking about doing it again, though. What What did you do, Doctor Carlyle? Well, uh, take a guess. Let me smell. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What happens? What happens in the East Caves? What happens in the cave stays in the cave. <laughs> I'm I'm walking away. <laughs> but um, you said zero out of ten. It was just a lot of real freaky weird shit going on, but there was some amazing things that I've never known a body could do and touch it. Mm. I, I, I don't kiss and tell, but. Well, let's give you some hot cocoa. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think I know a couple of ladies back home. If you, if you wrote that down, they would definitely buy your romance novel. So 
and walk off. I can't really get into specifics, but anything that happened with Noel was a mistake. So what? I mean, don't go telling her whatever. But Noel came up, freaked out at the way she looked, and took off tearing down the road, crashed into a tree, and drove off of the thing. Jenny tried to stop the the stop her from going off the cliff and ripped the the top. That's why it was in such damage. Mm-hmm. She she didn't try and stop her from getting away. She tried to stop the car from going off the cliff and couldn't. So Noelle was going through changes. Was she put in the cage? No, 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 no. No, Noelle she was afraid of up, the changes that Jenny was having. Correct. And freaked out, took off <clears throat> oh. te- tearing down the road at night, blind, you know, blind driving in the dark and hit a tree and basically was going to go off the cliff. Jenny tried to stop it, ripped the, the top off, got her out. Now, I think she's dead, but I'm not sure. She said she's going to try and fix her, but please don't, like, if she gets pissed at me, she can crush me in ways you don't even know, so. I I believe it. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. So it wasn't malicious intent. I think it was just, like, when we first saw her. Yeah, she's terrifying, and Noelle had known her for a long time, so. It was probably a lot more troubling for her. And that was her best friend, so she yeah. was completely torn up about it. And every time you bring it up, it's just like she blames herself and you're like putting a dagger deeper, you know? No, but no, you don't know where she's you don't know where she's storing the body until she no, I, I didn't push her for the that. salt. I didn't push her for that information at all. I just took what I could get. That's good. Next time, next time you're doing some pushing, if you could try to find out what the cage was for. <laughs> I, I see what you did there. I like that. Yeah. yeah. And now the little bit of the color is coming back to me, and it takes a lot of work. She's a big girl. Do you, do you need yeah. some water? Yeah, I think we could all use a hot cocoa. Maybe uh, also the next time you're pushing, you could see if Jenny is interested in getting us some liquor. Oh, I, think I agree. It would be a lot more easy to deal with. I didn't even think of that, but I'm sure that I can't speak for her, but I'm, I don't see that being a problem. And what what do you want? Let, so I can. You know, I've been looking at the rubbing al- alcohol with uh, deep passion. So whatever. Um, and it, as long as it's not choice. denatured. Right. Yeah. Just wine. Wine would be fine. You know, and we're going to have, you know, at some point continue to talk about setting this room up for us to inhabit more comfortably so we can include that with, I mean, I, you know, I'd be happy with a futon and a lamp, honestly. I could go for some pizza and beer and I'll see if we can get some wine and have a little pizza and and drinks party. I'll see what I could do. She has ordered pizza for you guys. Yeah. That's happened occasionally. Somehow she gets it here still hot. Well, the guy leaves it up at the door. Yeah. yeah. She got a good stride. So, okay. Hmm. Also, we could probably use with a change of clothing, even no matter how many times we go to the water cave, these, you know, the outfits we were when captured are not going to last forever. Yeah, they're getting pretty worn. Yeah, I wonder if we can send a message. I wonder if she'll let us, let us uh, have our grad students drop some clothes off. Probably not. You want to take uh, a wild guess there, Dr. Leash? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wonder I wonder how they're doing. What do you think they've been up to? 
I'm sure Jack's uh, working working very hard. I imagine they reviewed all those videotapes a few times by now. Yeah, I know he has. <laughs> uh, Claire doesn't strike me as the kind who would like that stuff. Yeah, you never know, though. It's somewhat hard for me to believe that we haven't seen any indication of a search party at this point, given the damage to Charles's place and our vehicle. But well, maybe there has been, but you know, who would think to look down down here? No one's mentioned that there's a cave or anything. You know, they could easily just walk right on by. All right, but if they rang the doorbell and Jenny answered, that's <laughs> what she did for us. They could figure it out. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Jenny needs a better alibi than just. It's true, but they they the could also think maybe we we grabbed her because remember the door is broken in. I, I broke it. They could think we came up there and grabbed her. It's fair. Oh, there's... All right, but there's the speakers in the house. Yeah. There's that damned light switch that uh, caused her to come and grab us. And that police officer. Yeah, if they kill the power. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully the my burning memory drives that police officer to come save us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you were charming. Yeah. I'm sure you made an impression. Although he's going to find more than a satanic cult down here. This yeah. is on, this is on another level. Mm. Yeah, even before he meets the ghouls. Yeah. So how? Let's see. We don't know how many days it was before she let us wander freely. But since then, we'll be able to tell from the computer and things how much time is passing. It's been yes. three weeks, four weeks. No, about about two and yeah. a half weeks. Two and a half yeah. weeks. Yeah, I'd been uh, kind of like chipping, you know, my sleep cycles to try and get a at least a somewhat decent count. Yeah, that's something, but with the ether and the lack yeah. of natural light, who knows? Oh, I know. I wonder if this is how people in submarines feel after a while. I wonder if she'd let us go out and just walk with the dog when she goes out. Maybe even one at a time we could look around. That's worth a try. She, I'm sure, appreciates the health benefits of vitamin D. And with Willie around, it's not like we're going to be able to make a run for it. I mean... Yeah. Even without Willie, of course, is yeah. yeah Doctor Leach, he's Doctor Leach does too well. I could have hid better, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, a dog could have smelled you if he wasn't holding us into our cage. Mm -hmm. But probably Jenny could too. Yeah. Fee fi fo fum. <laughs> well, that's not. I don't, funny. I don't know about but, the blood of an Englishman. I'm pretty sure she could see in the dark, so. So after about an hour, uh, Jenny reappears, and she seems in a really good mood. Hello. You all know kind of why, but as she comes out, she's humming a little tune and thinking, well, we... Uh, we need to fix up that room of yours. Um, any requests? Pizza and beer. Pizza and beer. I think that sounds in order. Anything for you, Ethan. Thanks. Uh, 
one of the guys wanted wine. Oh, God, Heather wanted wine, maybe. Yeah, wine, a wine. wine. That, that could be arranged for. Desmond? You know, I, you know, in terms of the room, I was, I, I'm happy with a futon um, and maybe a bedside lamp, but I also, maybe we could use some fresh clothes. It's going to be tricky. Why don't you all write down your sizes and I'll see what I can do. Yeah. You know, um, you can explain to the delivery person that your cousins are having their birthday or something. There's got to be a reason to buy a bunch of different size clothing that isn't too strange. And it doesn't have to be, you know, I mean, we could wear... Uh, I'd be happy with hospital scrubs, just something that was, you know, clean and new. She yeah. suddenly starts to look distracted. Like she's thinking about something and she's not really listening to you. Sort Do of... we hear anything? No. Uh, is it, what kind of day would we guess it was? What part of our day cycle is it like... Uh, it's probably getting on towards evening. Oh, is probably around the time that she would take the dog out. So we'll say that's what happens. She says, all right, you all stay inside. I'm going to take the dog out. I, I trust that you won't get into any funny business. No, of course. And she... She calls Willie and takes Willie outside the usual way she does it. Yeah, when she's before she goes, I was like, Jenny, is there a chance like one of us could go out and maybe we could cycle who gets out and get some fresh air? I mean, just one at a time, you could keep an eye on. I mean, concerned about the rickets, you know, the vitamin D. She says, I'll think about it. Okay, well, that's most we can ask. And when she says that, she says it somewhat dismissively. But, right. Yeah. Um, she goes outside and closes the, the large block. Okay. She closes the boulder. The boulder. All right. Now, you said that those wires were going up into the ceiling. Are they in the lab they're going into the ceiling or in what's going yes. to be our bedroom? Yes. Okay. They are going, they're from the, uh, they're from her lab table. Okay. And how high up is the ceiling? The like, ceiling oh. that they're going up to is probably about 30 feet up. Yeah, that's what I was guessing. Okay. Right now, I'm just going to kind of look around, see uh, if she's got built like a... She obviously had to drill drill in there or something to get the, run the wires. There's no lights up there, so you okay. can't see it right. in shadows. And okay. there's there are there are stalactites hanging down that obscure exactly where it's going okay i got you all right uh one question for the keeper um i had taken one hit point when we first first came into the cave would that be healed by now probably yeah okay although after this afternoon maybe you've been re-injured <laughs> constitution's worn out <laughs> Okay. I, I certainly hope it wasn't he's done. completely revitalized. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to ask Ethan, hey, did, did you see any books in her book <laughs> when you were in there? 
Uh, no, but I really wasn't paying attention to much else. Yeah, I understand. There's no books or papers in there. Okay. Just uh, had that conversation I told you. Well, she's not. She's outside. Yeah, the conversation I told you about earlier, and then it was game on. Yeah, I know. Sometimes uh, I've heard guys like to think about other things. So. I I don't. Yeah. I start <laughs> to shrink back a little. <laughs> so right. right, if we trace the wire, we we can trace the wires from the detonator up to the ceiling of the lab. And they disappear into a wall of no, the I'm into sorry. the chamber. I'm sorry. They go they go up the wall of the lab, across the ceiling of the lab, and out into that large room that you first entered near the near the entrance. Right. Not the not our new bedroom, but the the correct front hall, the foyer of the, the cave. Front hall. Yeah. Ideally, probably to collapse that part and leave the rest of the cave system intact. Right. Just to see. It's not specifically lit, and there are stalactites, so they just the wires just disappear into the haze, and we can't. Right. Right. And she's tall enough that she could have yeah. she just jammed something up there. Right. Yeah. You know, if we're here long enough, I'm going to want to blow that up when she's out walking Willie and see if it leaves a hole that I can climb out of. Uh, it'll certainly leave a big enough mess that the authorities will find our bodies. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think you guys need to worry about trying to get through that portal that she uses. Leave the cave intact so we can continue our work here and you guys make a run for it. So you're uh, still committed to stay? I, 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 am I... Am I uh... Nah, it was him. Oh, okay. You're good. Um... An alien race that's going to bring us alien technology? Where else? Where else in the world without some secret government organization can we get our hands on that? I understand. But what can we do with the information? I don't think we're ever going to be free. Well, we could learn the most amazing things in the history of the world and then do nothing with them. That, that, that endurance chant was just one page of one of these books here right the translation she device. got those books from somewhere else dr carlisle i'm sure we can find more stuff outside of this cave than what she even has i'm doubtful she has all there is to know about any of this first the first trade-off is a translation device with an alien race who knows what comes next they might have they obviously have ships that could break atmosphere and go across galaxies maybe we could jump on a ship with them maybe i mean the possibilities are endless it would be foolhardy to not want i'm not trying to convince anybody to follow what i'm doing but we no, I, I, mean, I have the no. potential to be on an alien vessel traveling the galaxy in 17 days a translator maybe 20 days after that another technology maybe six months after that to the stars Mm-hmm. Where else in the universe, like, it's just unfathomable, the, the possibilities that are, that are literally at my fingertips right now. But all Carlisle, of my fingertips. What happens if we don't get out and stop the people who put Don Biozyme up to what they were doing? What does that mean for everybody who's going to still be here, huh? Maybe, Think about that. 
she could be she maybe if we with enough time we can convince jenny to help us hunt down these creatures look at the size of her she could probably grab it by the you know that's not it's not little creatures that i'm concerned about anymore i mean if this substance that she's taking makes some people better and some people get killed certain people. I feel like we're on the verge of the worst uh, the verge eugenics of disaster of the all time. New, the, the genocide. The start of mankind. New genetic mutations. New homo sapiens superior. I hear what you're saying there, Dr. Carlisle and all, but, you know, I think I think we're uh, putting the cart ahead of the horse. First thing we got to do is figure out how to get out of here before we even decide who's leaving. You know, we, right. But right I do appreciate... <laughs> right. I, I appreciate your position, though, about uh, destroying the situation that you and Jenny have here, at the least. I have no qualms about trying to keep any of you here. It I choose to stay. I don't expect any of you else. I will not interfere, but I don't try and hurt her or the, the research is all I ask. Right. Other than that, I, I 100% on your side. I want you guys to go home. And that's honest. That's not... Mm-hmm. And you can always change your mind if we do find a way to escape. I as long as I have... Exactly- suggesting you will, but you will have the freedom to. You guys hear the boulder being slid to the side and uh, in his usual manner, Willie comes bouncing in um, up against the wall. (laughs) And after a few moments, uh, you hear the the boulder go back and you, you hear Jenny coming. She gets to the entrance to the lab and she sort of puts her hands up like this and she's resting them on a couple of stalactites or whatever. And she's, she's has a look on her face of kind of deep thought. Uh, and you suddenly find that she's just standing there staring at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there something we can do for you, Jenny? She does. She's she's working something out in her mind, but she's not answering you. Mm-hmm. That makes me incredibly nervous. Yes, yes, <laughs> I, I agree. Um, I'm going to go back into the cell and see. I'm going to try and walk out of her vision, essentially, is what I'm going to try and do. Okay. When you walk into the cell, just as you're going into the cell, you see her sort of go. And she moves forward rather quickly and she grabs Chuck. Oh, no. And she says to the three of you who aren't in the cell, uh, get in the cell. Um, yep. 
um, you know, moving in that direction, is uh, is something the matter? Get in the cell. Compliant. Yep. <laughs> Don't feel like dying today. So, I how's should... Chuck taking this? Uh, Chuck is still sort of catatonic, but he's kind of looking up into her boobs, I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's got him right right here. Um, when, she, when you get in the cell, she locks the door. Hmm. And then she just, she's picking up Chuck like he's a kid and sort of slings him under her arm and just walks towards the forbidden room. Mm -hmm. Is Dr. Carlisle in the cell? Yes. Hmm. Listening for screams. What the... What what do you think set her off? Do a... Oh, what? Listen. Listen. Oh, listen. That's o a fail. Two. No. O two. Fail. Swap out. Fail. Swap out okay. dice. <laughs> uh, o two and yeah, if you if you passed, um, you can hear just vaguely the echoing sounds of of talking. And after a few more moments, uh, you see her come back out. She goes to her lab and she picks up a number of things, including the crystals, and then walks immediately back without acknowledging you or, or saying anything. And you guys are in there for maybe half an hour. Do you guys want to do anything while you're in there? And all the talking was Jenny's unmistakable double voice. Correct. We didn't, Chuck, there was, Chuck wasn't responding. Correct. The zombie wasn't responding. Did she have blood in her hands when she came back to pick up the crystals? No. No. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we're in a locked room. Um, Let us see. Uh, we got the uh, that one spell we wrote down. We can I guess we can start looking at that. I can't. We've kind of explored this cage pretty well. We know what's in here. Yeah, absolutely. This passage struck me as very interesting, and I don't know what to make of it. So perhaps if let's put our heads together. We can get around it. Um, go, I'm sorry. Go I was ahead. just going to say the only thing I could think of is by bringing up um, what's her friend's name? I'm sorry, Noel. Noel. It might have started her thinking about what she can do, and maybe she's going to use Chuck's what energies or life force to try. I don't know. Mm. And then I just kind of. You feel you feel particular like this is a good situation still, Doctor Carlisle. Right about now, you hear a scream from the other room. A man's scream. Oh, Jesus. We got we to gotta get out of here. You know, I've always, I've always assumed that we were going to either be scientific subjects or sacrifices. And um, I, I understand why she chose Chuck's first, but we're all doomed. 
I want y'all to do pow rolls. God. 44 is a pass. Fail. Failed. 89. 60 out of 60. Okay. Ooh, got a hard. Okay. If you failed, which I think Desmond was the only one. No, I failed also. Okay. Um, you can hear Jenny saying something, and she's getting progressively louder as she's saying it. You can't understand the words. They're not in English. Uh, but Desmond and Heather, <clears throat> you can feel almost an impact on, on the inside of your head like a pressure that suddenly is there. Right. Um, so much for studying magic. Yeah. And the screamings stop abruptly. And then time passes. There, those crystals, there were similar crystals in Don Biozyme, weren't there? Yeah, I think so. Did <sighs> Wait, she, she took the crystals into a dark room. Did she just do what I thought that, what I think she just did? Depends what you think. I, I, I can't. What, do you what think do you she think? brought that thing here? Wouldn't we have sensed it? I mean, I don't know. I didn't feel anything, but you seem visibly affected. That's a good point. Yeah. I'm not sure, though. Divine Mother would even fit in here. Apparently, according to her, the Divine Mother is everywhere all the all the damn time, Dr. Flores. I don't know. I'm not sure that's entirely literal. But, you know, there's a reason that the flat rock is where she appears, I think. I don't I don't know. Um uh, think she'll Bring Chuck's body back. Maybe she'll, she swap gonna... it. she'll swap it with that thi thing from Boston. After uh, another ten minutes or so, you once again hear Jenny yelling something uh, in a foreign language in the other room. And uh, go ahead, Margaret. Oh, I was going to say she sacrificed cows to bring it last time. Mm -hmm. Um. Everybody, do a pow roll again. Come on, dice. Fifty-four is a pass. I felt fail. They're getting triple, worse. Triple zero. <laughs> Not that bad. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop a luck just to pass that. Okay. Uh, those of you who failed, Ethan and Heather. Uh, we'll get to Desmond in a second. <coughs> you once again feel this this horrible pressure inside of your head. Uh, Dr. Desmond, Dr. Flores, you, you become completely disoriented and, uh, and have to sit down on the ground or you're going to keel over completely. And a few more minutes go by and all of a sudden uh, you see Jenny come walking out and walking in front of her is Chuck, but he's naked. He's still catatonic. And she sort of walks him in, into the lab in front of her 
And then she stands him there and she examines him. Did you give him the milk? I'm like leaning up on the bars to get a closer look at Chuck. She's like, shh. I'm going to try and look and see if there's any visible cuts or scars on it. Well, not scars. Yeah. There are some interesting marks on Chuck's body. There are red sort of bands that there's there's one that, that goes kind of from his groin around his hip to his buttock. That definitely it's it's been bruised or, or made bright red by he's a black man, so I'm not sure how exactly that works, but it's it's definitely different in color. Um, and there's, there's one, uh, up by his arm, his other arm that, that completely circumnat, circum does the, the whole thing, but it doesn't look like the skin is broken or anything like that. Hmm. And Chuck is just completely. Just like he was previously, right? Like mental yeah. state. Well, maybe worse. Maybe he's, you know, shaking just a little bit. And she, like, she puts her hand on his head. and She sort of pets him a little. And she's like, it'll It'll pass. pass. It'll It'll pass. And she turns him around. And then she looks over at the five of you. just stares at you for a few minutes. I think we're ready. For? Ethan. I'm going to let you out. Okay. But the rest of you have to stay here. I don't want you interfering. Why would we interfere with your experiments? I I don't want to take the chance. All right, if you promise to stay out here. Of course. Are you going to make Chuck better? I'm not worried about Chuck. So she comes over and she unlocks the cage and she says, Ethan, you can come with me. And she, you're in front of her, so she's marching behind you and she's giving you a little bit of nudge, uh, nudging you towards the the forbidden room. All right. You're going to go? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So she's going to take you. Uh, what are the rest of you going to do? Are we out of the cage? Yeah, she, she's, she's she, let you out as long as you promise not to interfere. Okay. You and Chuck is there. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to examine Chuck. <laughs> yeah. 
That's what my um, thought was. Unless she considers that interfering, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just checking him out. Do a spot hidden for me. Oh, one. Yeah. Nice. Well, Chuck seems to be in fairly decent health. I mean, he's thin. He doesn't look any 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 thicker than he did before. Um, these red marks on his arms. Um, do you have a medical roll that you can make? Not really. I don't. I have Dr. the medical. Dr. Carlisle, you're not there. You're yeah. Not. Yeah, I, I have uh, biology at 60, which should be somewhat that, That'll work, yeah. Or even if you've got really good first aid. I have 50 medicine. Okay. Why don't you guys roll that? And that's a 19. There you go. Yeah, I rolled a 27, which is a hard for biology. Uh, these red inflamed areas on Chuck's body, and there's a couple of them. Um, it looks like a physical reaction to trauma, um, except that there's no wound. Um, you can't find any evidence of a wound. And it's not quite like bruising, because bruising would be black and blue. There'd be uh, hemorrhaging under the skin. And it doesn't really look like that either, but it's definitely red and inflamed. Hmm. As if it were severely damaged, but then somehow not damaged. Does it look at all like a scar that happened in the past? No. No, it's current. Not at all. Uh, um, and is it, is it, it, it's inflamed, is it also warmer than the rest of him? Um, yeah. And in fact, when you touch the area, he definitely reacts with a little bit of pain, you know, flinches. Mm -hmm. You also notice who got you, somebody got the O one or I got the O one on yeah. the spot hidden. Uh you notice that wherever these red marks are, um he doesn't have any body hair. Look, mm. all all his hair is gone. It's right like along these areas. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan's in the other room crying like a baby. <laughs> Does it look as though suction was applied, perhaps? You're not sure. It's Or heat? It's as if the hairs are completely shaved off. They're gone. Yeah. And and right where those, that, those marks and stuff are. Other than that... He looks all right. He doesn't have his limbs aren't in the wrong place like the fellow in the cave. Correct. And his his he's kind of wide-eyed, like he's even more traumatized than he was before. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh how does it sound behind the boulder? She has to move the boulder to get her in herself, of course. Correct. The boulder's uh, actually just been slid to the side, so it's not it's not closed. Uh, I'm gone inside. Um, is there a uh, a book that she was looking at, like lab notes, uh, right right before she took Willie out? Um, yeah, sure. 
gonna hop up there because I assume it's up a little high. And well, I'm, I'm like, hey, is there anything in here like describing what she thought this experiment was gonna do? Well, she was at the moment. Uh, looks like she was researching something on calcium, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and the 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 molecular structure of uh, bone and things okay. like that. Okay. Um, but then there's also a lot of that weird notation that that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. All right, Doctor Ethan. Uh, Doctor Carlisle. Yes. Um, she takes you in the other room. And you can see that she has flattened out areas in the room by uh, slicing off stalagmites. Um, stalagmites are actually fairly soft. Um, it's cal- mostly calcium. Um, you can see the zombie in the corner that's chained up. And you can uh, do a spot hidden for me. Oh, nine. Oh, very nice. Uh, you notice that all around the place where the zombie has been chained up, there are marks on the walls like scratches and blood and stuff like that. And it occurs to you that she probably kept her experiments in the cage before oh. you guys showed up. Makes sense. Um. You notice that she picks up a, a, a vial of, or this a, a beaker with the white powder in it uh, that's got a, a label on it. It's, it's chemical notation. And uh, there's kind of a cubby or so in the room that she has a body. And it's wrapped up and she pulls it out and she lays it on top of one of these stalagmites and she looks over at you and she says no talking she says keep keep your fingers fingers crossed so she unwraps the body and it's obviously the decaying body of a young woman probably noel that's obvious guess right and she lays it on top And she takes a certain measure of this chemical and she adds it to the body. And then uh, she raises her arms up like this. She raises her little tiny hands, you know, and uh, she begins reciting some sort of a magical spell. I mean, you've heard magical spells now. You know that they're weird and they're hard to pronounce. And she's able to pronounce syllables that you can't pronounce because you don't have two voices speaking at the same time. And as she does this, <laughs> there's, there's that strange impact inside your mind. You can feel a pressure sort of building up. And Noelle's body and this powder that's on top of her collapse down into a little pile of what looked like crystals uh, sparkling little little crystals and then she stops what she's saying and then she begins repeating she begins saying another spell uh, do a listen roll uh, 
24. Yeah, uh, base, basic success. Okay. It takes you just a moment to realize that it sounds like the same spell in reverse. Okay. And as she and she's raising her voice and she's getting louder as she's doing it and when she sort of reaches the crescendo you see these crystals sort of sparkle with light and reform noel on the table undecayed and in perfect condition a naked young woman and she sort of breathes a sigh and she reaches forward and she's like Nolly. Nolly, are you awake? Can you hear me? And you see Noel sort of move around a little bit and suddenly look up into uh, into Jenny's face and scream. Can I you guys all hear the scream from the other room? Can I go over it so she sees uh, a normal person and? You're okay. You're okay. Um, sure. Do a. That would really be psychoanalysis. You're trying to fix her. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, no. I have base in that. Um. So you try and help calm her down, and she looks absolutely terrified, and. After a couple of seconds of screaming, she just goes dead silent. And you see her just sort of staring up, you know, wide-eyed like this and shaking all over like she's going into shock. And uh, Jenny's, uh, get, her, get her a blanket. I, uh, there's something there? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'll grab her a blanket, cover her. Um, can I do a medical roll? Well, not yet. Okay. But... Um, you wrap her up in a blanket and you help her down off this thing. And she's kind of like Chuck at this point. She's shaking. She's not responding. She's wide-eyed and terrified. She's obviously had some serious sanity loss in the last moment. Her, Jenny, her brain, her, her, she can't take, take this. Well, and you, and you see, you know, Jenny is, is once again like petting her hair. And she's like, she'll be okay. She'll be okay. Just give her some time. She needs... She's time to recover. Let's let's take her out into the light. So I'm gonna take her by the hand, like the wrist and the you hand, like kind of guide her. You kind of have to guide her. Yeah. And then Jenny's helping, and of course, it doesn't help that by this time Willie, who may have also felt the the mental impact, comes running this direction, and he sees her, and Nolly's reaction is also you know of of sheer terror, but. Uh, Jenny, if you care about your friend, you might, you and your dog might want to stay out of her vision for a little while, at least until we could start. Like, I'm talking weeks. She's like, but, but, she'll, she'll, don't, don't worry, she'll be okay. okay. Just, just, just take some time to recover. Just take some time. And um, Dr. Carlisle, you can see there are places on Jenny, on, on Noel's neck and red. across her back that are bright red. Like, uh, like the other, like uh, Chuck. Um, Guys, I'm coming out with a a, a guest. Do not freak a out. Guest. Just she needs help, just like Chuck. Don't just take it easy. Don't rush. And I'm slowly, 
And I'm telling her, we're, we're here. There's a bunch of doctors. We're going to help you. You know, just even if she don't understand me, that, that tone, the tonality of the voice. Right. And repeating the same phrases over, we're here to help you. Just tell her we're from Sasquatch Watch. Right. <laughs> so you bring uh, Noel Brand out into the lit area of the lab, and you guys all see her. Uh, she's wrapped in a blanket. Um, and she's alive. And she's alive. And Jenny sets her down in a chair, you know, and you know, we have to give her some food. We have to, to help her. Uh, she'll recover. She'll recover. She'll recover. And you can see that Jenny is very nervous, but... Hopeful. Yeah, and she's also... It worked. It worked. I can't believe it worked. Going to make a sanity check. Yeah, I was going to ask that yeah, too. You can do that. Congratulations, Jenny. We need some broth and some hot tea. Very, very light substances going in our. I failed. I'm going to take a point. I actually yeah. made that despite being significantly damaged. If you, if you fail, take two. If you didn't, fail, take one. I rolled triple zero. <laughs> yeah, except that you watched it happen. Yeah, uh, take two. Uh, yeah, but that's two is probably a fifth of what you have left anyway. <laughs> I'm down to yeah. 12, 12, yeah. 12 massive points. That's right. You still got a grip. in there. <laughs> that's nothing. So at this point, Ginny has become so happy and, oh yes, I'll make some soup. We can give her some soup. We can get her hydrated. Just broth, some crackers and some tea. That's, you know, so that's what she starts working on. Um, what do the rest of you want to do? I'm going to go over there and examine her body, and I'm I'm because I'm like going, I'm like, was she really dead? So I'm going to look for like you know because if she was in a car accident, like a broken neck or you know blunt force trauma or something like that. Well, you definitely find red marks where her injuries were. Okay. Um. The skin looks a different color. There's no hair on those areas. Hmm. Heather, do you think she killed Chuck as a final experiment before trying on Noel? I don't. I don't. I think we're beyond think at this point. Yeah. I, yeah. But I mean, it, it, he had a mark on his waist and on his arm. I mean, right. Well, she just squoes him. Yeah. Just kind of this push him down or it but yeah i i, I think almost that's a reasonable hypothesis here yes. in yeah. the insane world that we now occupy yeah all right um and and i'm gonna you know I, i'm gonna try some basic um you know i'm gonna try to test noel's cognitive abilities with limited under the limited circumstances we have because she follow my finger does she turn her head when I clap, when I click my fingers? Uh, to a limited degree, um, when you hold up your finger, I mean, she's kind of scared. Uh, right. You're not sure whether she's comprehending what she's seeing at this point. Right. Um, movement scares her. Right, right. So we have to be real gentle. Oh. Uh, and I'm going to use her name a lot. Um, and I, I'll introduce us. I'm Desmond 
Noel. We've been looking for you. We're glad we found you. This is Margaret Noel. We've been looking for you. We're glad we found you. So she remains somewhat catatonic, uh, except when Jenny moves around, she, you know, reacts in right. fear. Oh, Jenny, can you can you take Willie away too? He's so excited, and Noel's pretty scared. Willie, go, go to, to the, the guard room. room. Okay, mommy. Thank you. Hmm. Willie's a good boy. I really need two things: a drink and to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I think it's time for due for a little celebration. Yeah, pizza and beer. If Noelle can keep down her soda crackers and chicken soup. Well, let's let's do that then. I'll order pizza and beer, and we'll have a party to celebrate. Well, we got a great idea. Maintain quiet around Noelle. I mean, we could have fun, but let's not disturb her. This is yeah, going to be a long road. But so, well done. This is kind of what happens that as, as the hour goes on, uh, you guys try to feed her some broth, and, and she takes it. And Noelle has ordered pizza, four or five pizzas. Mm-hmm and beer and when those things arrive upstairs she uh, leaves for a few minutes to go get them does she go through the front boulder uh yeah she does no she goes she goes through the gate when jenny leaves to get the pizza out of earshot of noel i want to tell the rest of the group she was deceased i saw the decayed body it turn to like a dust then it crystals and then what you see before you so like, if she went so it's, a, it's insane it's the it's the white salt and it's a spell and one spell, spell uh, yes exactly that's uh, insane i want to watch the gate it, if yeah. she went through the gate i want to watch her come back through it okay uh, if you go and do that, you see that it's it's very much. She goes up to the gate and stops for just a moment, and then steps through it like it's not like it's just a hole in the wall. And when mm. she comes back through, it's like she just emerges from the stone itself, like yeah, with the pizzas. Right. You need help carrying any of that? <laughs> like sure. Margaret, you weigh approximately a tenth of what Jenny does. <laughs> so next, you start to lay out the pizzas, and she she has a folding table, um, like one of those cheap ones that you, you can get from the store. And she unfolds it and starts laying out the, the pizza for people to, you guys pull chairs or benches or whatever she has and she sets Noel at the head of the table and 
at this point, Noelle is no longer reacting, but she is still just kind of staring off in this face. And Ginny comes up behind her and with her little hands and eyeballs, uh, she begins brushing Noelle's hair and braiding it into braids. Mm -hmm. And Ginny looks so happy. I'd like to propose a toast to miracles. I don't think miracles have anything to do with what happened here today. <laughs> yeah. Miracles. So having having been the one helping analyze the white the white powder. Does this yes. give me any new insight into what that is? Yeah. She needed to add whatever was missing from Noel since her uh, damage. Uh, all the chemicals involved are chemicals that you would find in the human body. Mm -hmm. So she was adding... It reminds you of alchemy, the concept of essential salts, as if somebody had been reduced down to their essential salts and then rehydrated somehow. That's what it sounds like Dr. Ethan is describing. Um, so combined sanity and chemistry role? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's weird. I'm not sure you need a sanity role, but uh, now some of what's written there though makes more sense. So mm. I think you could do an I think you could do a chemistry skill role. Uh, for your skill to improve at some point. Um, all right. I asked, I asked Jenny, I'm like going, where, where did you even come up with this idea to even go down this path of research? I mean, to discover this. She's like, well, how far have you gotten? In my research? In reading the Vermis Mysteries. Uh, not further enough, uh, apparently. Uh, so so it was in, in that book, it, it talked about this. It hinted at it. Wow. It gave me the ideas. And suddenly the doorbell rings. Who's that? Jenny, Jenny looks over at, at the, the mechanism and she's like, shit. And immediately gets up and walks over to it. Hello. Yes, Miss Armbruster. Uh, we're with the police. We're looking for five miss uh, six missing people. Uh, are you? Can you? Can you come down and talk to us? I'm afraid I'm very sick. No, I can't. It's very important that we speak with you directly, Miss Armbruster. And Ginny immediately smashes the uh, the doorbell, and she's like, "Fuck! What are we going to do now?" Uh, I could portray you when when I talked to him. I mean, I, did I recognize the voice of the cop? No. 
No, he too distorted. Yeah, he 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 wouldn't know know what you look like. I'm assuming unless you went around town before he got here. She says, I have to check. And she goes towards the gate room. What are you guys going to do? This is bad. This is bad. This is going to be the thing that motivates her to do something even more insane. She's already smashed the intercom. Blast! Yep. We can alert the police to where we are if we detonate the front entrance. No. Don't do that. I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a steepish cliff. If the if that room is collapsed, there might well be a place for us to crawl over the rubble out. She's so. Um, we're all having a pizza party in the lab. Mm-hmm. The gate room is the next chamber over. When she pauses before she goes through, mm-hmm. if one of us ran for it, might we pass through too? We wonder, I wonder. <laughs> Not that Jenny wouldn't probably just smash me on the other side, but my impulse to get out is considerable. Yeah, yeah I'm wondering if like maybe the, the trick is just believing it's going to work and just passing there because she's not making any signs or saying anything. I mean, maybe just... She might be looking at symbols with, you know, infrared vision. She she could. She could. And we have no chance of recreating that. But But if 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 it's permeable temporarily, maybe I could permeate with her. Let's go for it. Well, they're doing that the there's a weird little space where Jenny can't get up get at us that's in her room right mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go run over I guess as they're all doing what she's just leaving through the gate I'm gonna go run over to where that crack is in the side of the, the cliff and just scream at the top of my lungs we're down here save us all right over and over and over again <laughs> I'm not even going to make you roll luck on that one. I imagine a woman screaming down near the river. She's keeping all of us down here. Get us the <laughs> like just get your guts. Just the the hell shriek of like. <laughs> all right, you do that. You scream it out three or four times, and. All of a sudden, uh, Jenny reappears. Oh, wait, wait you're going to run for the, the gate. Right? I am, they're running for the gate. I'm running right, the gate. into the little crevice. All right. Uh, just Spots. Desmond, or was Desmond and somebody else running for the gate? I, I was going to go because I, I, I think I'm convinced that if I just believe I can pass through, my sanity's about gone. So I, I, think, I think that's the trick. That's what Heather's thinking. Uh, Desmond, how do you feel? Uh, my... I'm trying to time it to go with Jenny. Okay. So, i.e., she goes up there, she goes quiet for a moment, and then begins to step forward, and you <laughs> you run. So, you guys are side by side, running at full sprint, 
and you get there just as Jenny passes into it. You both do one d four of damage from smacking <laughs> headlong into the, into the wall. Ooh, a four! Ouch. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, casually yeah. saunter over to the chemistry or the chemical storage. Oh, my nose. <laughs> and there's a two. I feel pretty lucky about that. Okay. Probably. Um, Heather, you hit four. <laughs> yeah. I- I'm going to say, Heather, that at least you fell down. Yeah. Um, oh, I probably yeah. fell down, too. Desmond, yeah, you probably, well, at least you're stumbling around next to her. Yeah. Yeah. And Margaret has run over and is screaming out the, the hole. Um, Dr. Ethan, Dr. Dr. Leash, what are you up to? I'm grabbing the book and her note, the mister, the tome, the magic tome okay. and her notebooks and I'm putting them all together. Okay. Put them in a blanket or whatever and have them over my shoulder. That way when Jenny and I need to run, we can run. Dr. Leash. I'm heading to the chemicals thing. Oh, yes, yes, you said that. Okay. All right, so rather quickly, after, after Margaret has streamed a few times, Jenny suddenly reappears, um, looks down at Heather and Desmond, and uh, looks over at Margaret and says, Stop screaming! What are you doing? Nothing. I was gonna. I was gonna. After screaming, gonna make for that. Um, the place you can't reach. Yeah, that was pretty oh, close right. to it on the map, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So you scoot there as Ginny is moving towards you, and you get there first mm-hmm. and squeeze in there, and she can't reach you, but she's trying to. Jenny, we're not animals. We can't live in here forever. Uh, Doctor Liege. Uh, you were heading for the chemicals, so you've gotten to the chemicals. What do you do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make something that'll uh, either make a lot of fumes, a lot of heat, or a lot of energy. Okay, a thermal or a thermal uh, uh, reaction of some sort. Yeah, um, very that, exothermic. That should be very. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, that's that's going to be fairly easy to do. Um, do you want something that explodes or just flames up and makes toxic smells? Uh, flames up might be easier, given okay. the time constraints. Okay, so you've gotten to her chemical stuff, and you start putting stuff together, and you know that in just a second it's going to send blue and yellow flames up okay well i'm not, I'm not going to activate it just yet i'm going to have them okay. in two beakers okay yeah. all right uh dr carlisle uh chaos is going on all around you but you've got the uh you've got the books put together um willie has come running out and he's like what's going on what's going on we is there any other books I could take and tie them to his and hang them off of his collar? I want to hold on to this book, but is there lots of stuff? 
Yeah, there's there's lots of stuff. She's been she, keeping notes for years. Grab two blankets. One is her her notebooks and the the uh, mythos tome. I have it wrapped in a blanket with me. I grab everything else that I can, slide it into a thing, tie it, and tie it to the dog's chain. And okay. I say, keep keep this safe for mom. Okay. And then I go, Jenny. I got your books. I got your notes. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let everybody else go. Grab, uh, grab Noel. We gotta go. Um, Doctor Liege. Um, you are standing a few inches from the detonator and the wires. And it suddenly occurs to you that the police are upstairs and there's not really any place for Jenny to go, but she might blow the whole place up. Is there anything sharp? Oh, yeah. All right. Those wires are getting cut. All right. And just as you're doing that, that's probably exactly what happens. She gives up on Margaret and comes around the corner and she says, I'm not going to let them, I'm not going to let them get me. They're not going to get you. Let's get out of here. There's no no place to go. We'll find a place. Move the fucking boulder. Let's go. I have all your stuff here. Don't join your friends in that damn pit, Jenny. She, uh, She's like, you know, uh, it's all falling apart. It's all falling apart. It's your fault. <laughs> Margaret, you're not helping. Hmm. <laughs> Margaret is have so much pent up hatred. The puppy she, has all of your notes. I have the rest here. Move the boulder. We'll run. She, uh, she immediately runs forward to where the big boulder is. You got you, uh, uh, Ethan, and uh, and the dog are right behind her. Um, and as she opens it up, finish the circuit, blow her up. She gets it about halfway open, and you can see that there are at least seven cops standing outside with uh, whatever guns. Uh, <laughs> police have nine millimeter and uh, I mean it looks like a SWAT team at this point oh SWAT yeah kind of that so like machine guns and right. crap and as she steps out uh, a lot of them take a couple steps backwards uh, but then Ethan comes out right after her uh, Ethan do you want to do anything yeah do not fire do and do not fire. The cave is rigged to explode. One shot and we all go up. Do not fucking Don't shoot. Don't listen to him. <laughs> um <laughs> There's there's a couple of moments uh, that you see a look come over Jenny's face of fight or flight. Um but then all of a sudden she just goes calm. And she looks down at you, Ethan, and she says, well, at least Noel is okay. And she puts her four hands up. (laughs) And the terrified cops 
Um, uh, I was going to say something. Well, they sort of move her over to the side, you, the two of you, and then they see the dog, and of course it's the same fucking thing again there, like this. But um, You need to call Full Wilderness. This is a government project. Call Full Wilderness. No, I'm, I'm, coming, I'm coming out. Well, and you, can, you can actually see that Robert, um, no, no, uh, not Robert, uh, Slade. Slade. Roger, Roger, is it Roger Slake? Richard? Richard, Richard Slake. Yeah. Uh, he's there. Uh, there's a few people, and your assistants are all there as well. It took you long enough. Where were you? Richard, we have answers, Richard. The answers, the answers are here. Um, Jenny surrenders. Um, I'm going to try to help Noelle up from the pizza party. Is there anything better to, for her to wear than a blanket? Um, at the moment, no. No. All right. Maybe I'll give her a second one. Um, but uh, you guys are all rescued. Um, some serious questions are asked. But um, <laughs> Full Wilderness um, has enough clout that they throw up a bunch of legal uh, legal smoke screens to keep you guys from being bothered. You know, you guys go with, with Richard and Jenny uh, is incarcerated, uh, though they have to, they, they don't even know how the hell they're going to do it. Um, the dog is also taken. Uh, it's you are somewhat removed from what's going on and uh, you don't exactly know what all is going on. But of course, they're also going into her labs, taking out whatever things she's got. Um, and you are eventually transported back to your hotel. Um, um, somewhere in the, somewhere in that kerfuffle, I'm going to tell um, I'm going to take uh, Slate's aside, Slate's aside, and uh, ask him, is there anything that we can do to make sure that she's treated humanely? Um, we'll do whatever we can. She's... Because there is still a person in there. We don't even know what that is. Somewhere. Um... So, also the um, the thing behind the big rock that's chained to the wall should probably be released from its misery. Obviously, she's been participating in some sort of bizarre genetic manipulation, weird, crazy stuff that was you could call it that biozine and. Um, so, Whatever else happens, we have to be back here in 17 days. Thank you. I was about to say that. <laughs> so the aftermath of this, well, first of all, I'm going to give you all uh, uh, a sanity boost of 1d8 uh, for escape, for finally getting the hell out. Seven. Four. Four. One. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess I'd lost hope. <laughs> for, for, for sleeping in nice beds again, um, you'd almost forgotten what real food tastes like and, and what, what yeah. toilet, how wonderful is a toilet. <laughs> yes. Going to the Scat Cat Lounge, having a drink. Yeah, listening oh, to some listening to some soft jazz and showers, privacy. Yep. Who's Probably. taking charge of Noel? Uh, Noel is being taken to the medical center to be checked out. Um, what you learn over the course of the next week, uh, Noel seems to be in perfect health, uh, and she is. She does seem to be recovering now that she's under. Uh, in a clinical condition that they can help her. She's not sure that she remembers everything the way that it was, uh, but she will probably recover, have nightmares for a while. The interesting thing is Jenny. Mm -hmm. Jenny becomes the new sensation she is a freak of nature. Um, photographs of her get out very quickly. Uh, rumors go around. People suddenly start wanting her on their talk shows. Hmm. Um, and she does it. She... Um, there's there's legal matters, but but a lot of the problems that she's had for the legal things, the weird shit she's been in, it's kind of being downplayed. Um, uh, people come forward with the idea that you know they're willing to design a house where she could live in San Damiel, and uh, and the dog. People are just you know completely freaked out about this anyways it's it's all it's all put up to being bizarre unnatural genetic manipulation horrible experiments jenny becomes the victim in all of this that bad scientists were obviously doing weird things to her and that they all remember when she was a uh, a bodybuilder and that she was taken advantage of and fed some sort of genetic altering chemicals. And her story, you know, you, you read it for maybe a couple of weeks. She's on the Today Show. And she's on... Geraldo. Yeah. And, <laughs> Let's see how I feel. And it's weird how after just a couple of weeks, people forget about it. It's, it's not important anymore. You now know more or less where she's living in San Damiel, where they've, they've, they've made facilities for her. They had to convert, you know, a two-story building into a one-story building, <laughs> you know, and, and, um, and there are no criminal charges. Well, they've been kind of covered up. Yeah, there's right. some legal problems there, but what's uh, the what's the fellow who fled to Canada? Oh, they blame no. it all on him. Finley. Yeah, yeah, they they're, they're blaming it on on strange experiments done by a scientist who was possibly killed in the the accident. 
Um, and then something happens. The, there's an interview where Jenny is very excited uh, to announce that she's pregnant. <laughs> and damn man, Doctor Carlisle! <laughs> I hand a cigar to Carlisle. Exactly. Time to time to buy some Havanas. <laughs> and the next day, she's disappeared. Hmm. Hmm. And rumors begin to spread, thanks to her neighbors, that she was taken by the Men in Black. would we have had the chance to talk with her yeah before all this um no not really okay she's been kind of because they've got security around her they're not sure what she's all about but you know it i definitely would have tried to and once the media started in on it, it was almost impossible to get yeah, in. Um, now, other question about following up on things later. Yeah. Did Doctor Did Doctor Quiz ever bring us that divine? <laughs> did you go back there at uh, absolutely time? Uh, yeah, the entire lab has been cleaned out, and nothing ever comes of it. All right. That was a waste of a blood sample. Yeah, but I do have the book, correct? Double uh, Yes, you do have De Vermis Mysteries. And her notes. And her notes. Uh, some of them. Well, what uh, I could grab, yeah. So The ones that you secreted away. Otherwise, they, they took them away from you. You know, after you oh. stepped out of the thing. But you actually do have the the uh, the uh, printout that you that was in Noel Rand's car. Right. So the the book and the printout? Correct. Okay. Now do I get any Cthulhu mythos for seeing that resurrection or that is a good question. Yes, you can all do a Cthulhu mythos skill roll for all of this shit that you right, see. right. Yeah. <laughs> Mine went up by ten points. Holy Dang. crap. Seven points up. So I am at a nine. Five. What'd you get, Dr. Leash? One point. Yeah, take three at least. <laughs> I'm up to 14. Same here. Me too. Dangerously hey. knowledgeable. 14. Here we go. 14 club. <laughs> I wonder there if. Worse pain, but there were we're some gonna pain. Get, we're going to get tapped by Delta Green at some point. <laughs> yeah. Somehow I always end up playing hardened skeptics. <laughs> Minimal sanity loss, almost no Cthulhu mythos. It's the firearms. Oh, nope, I don't believe it. It's like this is all just some mass hallucination. <laughs> LSD now, in the water. GM question How much time has passed from the police incident to wherever we're at? Let's say another two weeks. Now so you, guys, you guys can improve your health and your sanity. Yeah. 
-hmm. Now, do I need like um, professional help? Yeah, Don by I'm Don. Um, Full Wilderness has a, th a therapist talk to you. Of course, the problem is is that almost nothing you say, the therapist is going to actually believe. Well, that's the thing. I'm not going to reveal. I'm just going to mix everything into something that makes sense to the doctor because they'll deal. They'll deal with your Stockholm syndrome. Right. You know, my my assistant, who had his face bitten off by an eldritch-controlled monstrosity, has a pretty good psychoanalysis and psychology. And they share. You a could lot maybe maybe Hayden could sit down and talk to him. So it's, I, I, it's up to you whether you share all of your information with your assistants and vice versa. Right. Yeah. At this point, after seeing what happened to his face, I'm definitely going to be like, what that's going to spark a conversation. Like, you know, what happened to you? Okay. And, and if so, Margaret suggests I talk with him and I could trust mm -hmm. him, then I would talk, make him my, the reality. Like I'd tell him what I really saw. So you have a meeting uh, later on uh, in the day after, after you've been relaxing with uh, Richard Slakes. And he says, uh, uh, Robert uh, thinks that you've satisfied a good portion of this, um, of what we're trying to find out. But now we know, now that we know it's far deeper than we ever imagined. Uh, he would very much like for you to go to Toronto and see what you can figure out about Rothmarshall Industries. Now, the best that we can come up with is they're just a drug manufacturer. They deal almost entirely in um, uh, antipsychotic drugs used in the... Uh, in the psychiatric field. Uh, but everything seems to indicate that Don Biazine was sending some of that liquid to them as well. So we have plane tickets for you. Uh, yeah, if you're willing to continue, um, uh, you'd be leaving uh, day after tomorrow. Okay. Else. We're all getting paid triple for the time that we were yeah, you're definitely imprisoned good. by a maniac giantess. Oh, they pay you less because you didn't have to buy food. Yeah, you didn't do any work. <laughs> <laughs> now Is that hazard pay? <laughs> at, at the beginning of those two weeks, I'm going to grab Dr. Desmond and be like, I have the book. And since I don't read Latin, I would like you to see what you can figure out with this. Keep me in the loop. Yeah, and I have my ha own hand copy of the passage that I found intriguing too, so I can compare it against your text. And and then we have the printouts also. If Dr. Mills wants to continue to work on it. I mean, I assume the first week we spend in... Yeah, but I figure you, you could know. get more work done with it in a day than I could in six months, so I don't read Latin. You you spend, you spend your first week getting mani-pedis. Mani and... Yeah. I spend it in a Back bottle of wine. <laughs> I don't think I get out of bed for three days. Yeah. There's that treatment where you put your feet in ponds where fish eat the dead skin off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't Doctor think they fish. did that back in the, <laughs> the 90s. Now, what uh, 
sanity do we get back for the two weeks? Is there any additional sanity recovery? Yeah, give or? yourself a, you know, 1D10 plus 5. All right. Come that on. seems reasonable. Yeah, Six right. points. <laughs> I got a one. <laughs> Fifteen. There you go. So Margaret's back to normal. Bro, I'm at 25. It's the normal. best I've felt in like months. <laughs> um, yeah, 13. Oh, no, 11. Something. So back up to where I started. If you um, like, if you would like to go over what you would like to do before you go to Toronto, we can do that. But we'll cut before you go to Toronto. We'll pick yeah. up in Toronto. Right. So, in addition to studying our uh, friend Veramis, mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, a lot of tequila. Yeah, and I, I want to go to the Fat Cat. Say Scat goodbye cat. to the Fat Cat, Scat Cat. Yeah. I'm going to... Uh, well, it's assumed that you will be coming back. Yeah. Mm. So, I'm going to pick up some unmarked clothes with no labels or anything on them. Just very plain drab. You know, gray t-shirt, black zip-up hoodie, jeans. Okay. I'm going to check the... Uh, weather reports in Toronto see if it's like uh, they're having heat waves like we are out here in California. I'm also going to do research where this industry is located in Toronto, you know, checking out the maps, see where it's the public face of it's located. Okay. Dr. Mills, what you find out is that unusually they're having heat waves all over the United States, including Toronto. And uh, it's not the United States, but North, North America. America. North America is having heat waves. They're even having heat waves in places in Europe. Hmm. Um, very unusual. Um, I don't know. You said you wanted to go up to the, the bar. Uh, you get up to the bar with your assistants. Now you guys all kind of share a table <laughs> because you now feel like you're together and You've got uh, just make, Panther is playing in the background, playing the jazz. And, um, so he uh, at, at the, I'll just say, let's say at the at the the halfway point, you know, he like comes over and he says, "Ah, says, I see y'all come back." Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't want to miss an opportunity to hear you play again. Are you back uh, back on another vacation or? I don't. Oh, uh, we're just quite a while. Strictly business. Say now, didn't I see y'all in the newspaper lately? Some of us, you might have. Yeah, we know the famous um, lady with too many arms. You were stuck here with the lady. There, that was. That was. Yeah, business that... trip gone wrong. Now is that is that all true, or are they exaggerated about some of that? I've seen some pictures, but you know. They can make the, they, you know the media. They they embellish. Some of it's true. Some of it isn't. Well, what about her disappearing now? Uh, How we know that is, about that? That is interesting. Yeah, they said in the newspaper. I think it said something about uh, you know the men in black. Well, well, you know what the media is all about. Everybody's looking for conspiracy everywhere. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of groups. And most of them wore black. 
Well, you all at night then. You all enjoy your evening. Will do, sir. And he goes back to playing jazz. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm interested in the process of us bonding with our assistants now that our assistants have all seen something impossible and terrible. What are you talking about? I just watched a bunch of porno tapes. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Jack is sitting at his own table <laughs> alone. Well, for one thing, your assistants probably scold you and they tell you that they want a solid itinerary of what you are doing so that they know where to look for you when you get captured by giantesses with four arms. Yeah, that's a fair point. That's, yeah. Fair point. There is a non-zero chance that Jenny has gone to Toronto, after all. Yeah. Wonder how long she gestates. Hmm. I'm worried that if, in fact, it is true, men in black might come for me. I don't know. I, I don't think they'll come for you, buddy, but the enormous amount of child support. Mm. Yeah. Unreal. You might want <laughs> yeah, to go into hiding anyway. A lot of food. The enormous, enormous. sex. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am going to the next day uh, swing by and uh, say hi to Sasquatch Watch and let know that. Uh, we found some, found the Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, their faith in us after yeah. all was well rewarded. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so Table that, Rock is a very special place. That that big giant was the Sasquatch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Stay clear of the locusts. Yeah. But I wanted. Tell them that number is still good, and if anything else around that rock does start up again, or there are more sightings or anything, please feel free to contact that. Mm -hmm. They say they, they will. And how much of Mother's Milk is still at the lab? Not much. In fact, the last, most of the last little bit was used in an experiment to see if they could recreate the creature, which they were able to. And what kind of brain did they let it eat? Uh, they didn't. However, uh, yeah, it didn't last very long. Like the dark young, it wasted away. Right. I would have given it a rat brain. But I wasn't there. I was in a cave. Yep. Yeah. It's like, of course, the one thing that involves parasitology, and I was being held captive by a giant <laughs> mad woman. My time to shine. <laughs> I was in a cave. Yeah. I'd also like full wilderness. Of course, is responsible for Noel's care indefinitely. I'd like to make yes. that very clear to Slakes, etc. Yeah, they have no problem. How is how are our uh, catatonic friends doing? Um, they've been uh, well. Chuck, Chuck is slowly recovering, but he's taken a, a mental trauma. He, he's probably broken permanently. Now, does Chuck have neck and back problems? Because no. I'm assuming that's where. She got the extra parts for Noel. No, no, she. I think we think we we think that she just squoze him to death, and then brought him back to life as a test. 
Anyway, can we can we end it there then? Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. Well, hold on one one more thing right. is would it be worth? Because when we wanted to go get Jenny, I also wanted to see if we could talk to Gall because he's up in an asylum. Oh yeah. I just wonder if. Um. He was used to work for Don Biozyme. He was doing some crazy stuff with the liquid. Like maybe he has a bit more insight into what they're doing with it up in Canada. Maybe Gall is a stark raving lunatic. Yep. <laughs> um, he says, Lance. That, you know, it, it it would be impossible to glean any information out of him that it wasn't mixed with butterflies and rainbows and." And and sewer people and everything else. It's all the sewer people. It doesn't make any sense. And speaking of sewer people, how is the homeless population of San Daniel continuing to drop? Ugh, damn it! And any 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 news from the um, search for a little white globule friend from the farm? None. Not no no trace of it. <sighs> Lovely. All right, so let's call it there. Our players included Morgan Llewellyn, Brian Daly, Keith Craig, Jason Melnichok, and David Gasway with yours truly as Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If, you, if you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good gaming.